0: Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Susan? Yes? Is our brother there with you? Yes, he's taking Excedrin, even as we speak. Well, listen, he just called the... He just called my home phone as I'm trying to get ready to do the show. I pick up and say, I'm going to start my show. And, of course, he's not there. He no, it was a He called me call. like 20 times. A, he I, I'm so called sick me of 20 it. 20 seconds ago. She's screaming at me, screaming at you. Oh, I'm happy. <laughs> oh, dear God. I'm sorry, guys. Hello. Welcome to the show while I bitch at my sibling's. You know, people are going What's to start thinking fault? you two. You, people are going to start thinking you two live together. He's Jeez. leaving. He, he's on his way out Good. of town. He just shows up for twenty four hours to kill me, and then he leaves. Uh huh. Uh uh-huh. They don't need to hear that no, you're. Oh, you're <laughs> on. Yes, you're Little on. Shut Bill. up! Hey, you guys, stop! <laughs> I'm not. Doing I'm in a. Gonna... I'm in a very bad mood. I can tell you're in a bad mood. I just picked up my phone. You want to hear my trouble? I got no. I, I got no Wi-Fi. I got. I'm on my cell phone because I, I have no telephone. Okay. All right. Well, listen. I just. I don't want to even be doing the show. I want to watch the, the January 6th Commission hearing. Oh well, I can't because I have no television or. Wifi. I understand that now, but yeah, right. Well, you can. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, I know. And anybody who's listening to the show, I—if I were you, I wouldn't. And you can tell from the beginning of the show, you shouldn't. I'm just in a bad, bad mood. Can't help it. Anyway, yeah. hello. It's uh, Tuesday, July 27, and. Uh, God almighty. I, I I'm This war- is funny. He butt calls you and he's asking me for for Excedrin or a leave at 1 minute to 9. <laughs> and you get angry, I start laughing. So, okay, there's a difference. Uh let's see what else can we talk about. Simone Biles, do you think she's coming back for the individual? Um no. You I don't okay. know and at this point I don't care. <laughs> um and I don't know, you know, if people are people given the time difference are there people who like are trying to avoid um knowing results uh so that they can watch tonight on in prime time on NBC How can you do and- that? It t- it totally destroys the whole thing. I'm I'm very uninterested. I just look at, you know, individual know. things here and there. Yeah, so um and I this is a spoiler alert then for any of you who are uh doing that uh because it's all been spoiled for me because as I tried to get ready for the show and was, you know, seeing what the latest news was, well, I found the latest news and it's all the stuff, you know, that you would find out if you're avoiding information about the Olympics and you watch tonight. Um so I'm giving you fair warning. You know, don't listen to me now um, okay' no told the, yeah, seems go ahead. Me, I've told the audience uh to generally go away. I've said, watch the hearings and don't listen to me if you're wondering if right, anyone's left, I'm in a bad mood so so if anybody's left, did you see my favorite headline this morning was that the uh the sons of the sister of the tajik uh president uh um went and beat up the health ministers for all of the false information about COVID that they put out after their mother died. (laughs) No, I didn't see that. That's all in the headline too. (laughs) How could it be uh, uh, all in the headline? Well, let's see if I can find the headline because that's what the, I mean, the whole thing's in the headline. Hold on. So you mean the headline, this is not it. This is in a actual newspaper. This is in an actual new well it's my because online. you don't have Right. Oh, but I thought right. you said you couldn't get Well this is computer. if I if I if I do all of these crazy things to uh and and attach it to my phone, here it is. After the Tajik president's sister died of COVID, her sons beat up the country's top health officials. That's the headline. <laughs> <laughs> Well then <laughs> I saw no reason yeah. reason to read the story there it all was I Well that, that you, you you get yeah they sort of definitely well good for good for them if in fact uh, the That's, health minister yeah. was disseminating bad information um I don't know I mean in nothing's helping my mood let's let's go back to the I'm I, on the screen now I'm sort of watching uh the hearings <laughs> with this sound down There is a uh, one of the uh, Capitol police officers uh, who is an immigrant to this nation, uh, born in the Dominican Republic. He still has a, you know, an accent and um, he is a he served in Iraq. Um, He is a American citizen. He has taken the oath to defend the Constitution on numerous occasions obviously with the military when he became a citizen all of those things and it matters so much to him and he's trying to read his opening statement and he keeps crying and you see that this this guy um is an american patriot this is somebody who values uh the Constitution of the United States and put his life on the line to defend this country. And he says that even though he was, you know, in the thick of it, I think it was Afghanistan or or maybe it was uh, Iraq. I don't know. He said he had never been more frightened for his life than he was on January 6th facing what Donald Trump called lovely people. And it's hard. It's just hard not to want to just scream at what's yeah. going on in this country. I And with the Republicans right now, this poor guy can't even get through his opening statement. Jeez. So, Well, it's Um, certainly hard to 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 understand how they can call them themselves patriots or good Americans or even good human beings when the people that were trying to when they denied the very people that were protecting them. I mean, the whole thing is so shameful because we all watched it. We also all watched them cowering and being you know and being frightened and then and then like these tin you know. Bullies come out and say, I wasn't afraid. That was just a walk in the park. I mean, I just I'd like to, you know, where are those Tajik sons? I'd like to just beat the crap out of all of them. I mean, I would like to I would like to jail them all for uh, for sedition. And we beat um, the crap out of them after they're in jail. (laughs) And then then the Republicans in general are. um, Are. It is beyond me. As you said, we all saw this. And since we have seen video cams, uh, footage, uh, the, the the police uh, video footage, which shows the horrors that were going on and that Republicans, knowing all that video is out there, can still act as if they, first of all, are pro-police. I mean, they're the ones who are always talking about how we are against the police. They attack the police, and they're defending the attackers of the police, and they're refusing to participate in this commission, which is attempting to find how this happened, how it was put together, who encouraged it. Who uh, aided and abetted it? And quite obviously, the Republicans don't want to cooperate with this because the answer to that question is they them. aided yeah. and abetted it. Yep, they did. It's like asking yeah. having them on the panel is like having Osama bin Laden uh, on the 9/11 commission. Oh, well, there's two sides to every story, Lynn. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I'm aware of that. Anyway, I'm sorry. I am just I am so angry. Well about you know, so the interesting thing speak. is the interesting thing about all of this is that it sort of proves the central point about <sighs> policing in this country. that that policing is really designed to keep people of color locked up, failing slavery and keeping them under control that way, That then they should just all be in jail. And when that same force comes after them, that's not what they're for. I mean, I just think it proves the point. White people are tourists on a happy day. The police are to keep people of color under control. Well, let us just, uh, you know, acknowledge that if the people that stormed the Capitol on January 6th were overwhelmingly black, yep. the police would have opened fire. Yes. and And to the extent that one police officer actually killed one white woman, he's, they're screaming that he should be charged with murder, yes, right. never mind that she was breaking and entering and in the process of committing a felony. Here's what I don't understand i uh, maybe and i and I haven't looked it up so, and it would be very easy to look it up whether there is a felony murder clause in federal criminal law in federal law because frankly, Given that someone died in the commission of this riot, I don't understand why all of those insurrectionists are not being charged with murder. murder. I would like to I would like to understand that. And the answer is probably that felony murder doesn't exist on the federal level. But I don't know that for sure. But to me, we use felony murder all the time to put as many people as we can in prison on the state level. If you drove the getaway car, if you were in on the planning and you didn't know that there was a gun involved none of that matters if in the end somebody dies you who just uh, picked up the phone once could be charged with murder so i want to know why the insurrectionists given that one of them was killed in the pursuit of this aren't being charged with murder well because they're white people susan and we all know apparently And friend exactly. of the former president of the United States and the Republican Party that uh, that sits at his uh, feet. Ugh. And by the okay. way, let me make it I, clear. I don't think the concept of felony murder is necessarily wrong. I mean, I think it's a good a good way to say don't get involved with these people because if one of you is an idiot, you're all going to pay. I don't think that's bad. But I do think that it needs to be used Equally across the population. So I, you know, I don't get it. <laughs> no, I would argue with you about uh, about felony murder because I just know of too many cases where people who really uh, didn't Shouldn't know the other honest. person had a gun uh, are doing life. You yeah, know? yeah, I totally it, get it. That's what life. I'm saying. I mean, that's just... It is- well, it has been no. used to put as Not many right. people away as possible, as long as they look a certain way. That's how it's been used. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. Did you see this? Okay. A two-year-old what? girl. I'm just trying to get away from everything for a second here. A two-year-old girl has been expelled from a private daycare center. First of all, how do you, a two-year-old is expelled from daycare? You don't get expelled from daycare. They say you well, can't bring her anymore, but you don't get expelled for crying out loud. It's not okay. Well, she was expelled. She was told she. The parents were told she was not welcome, and the reason, Susan, you figure it would be like maybe she was constantly biting the other children or something like that. Uh, no, she was dressed provocatively. Well, ain't that in the eye of the beholder. Um, she what was, was she dressed spaghetti straps. Spaghetti straps? Now, it's summer. Here. That's a t-shirt. Do they make spaghetti strap t-shirts for babies? Well, they make little... I'm I'm thinking of the dress that my <laughs> three-year-old granddaughter was wearing just yesterday it had little it was a summer dress it had little string straps on top of a a dress that came in at the waist and fell to her and twirled nicely there was nothing provocative about it it was a summer sleeveless dress well, uh, the people at PJ's Child Care uh, have said that the spaghetti-style shoulder straps were inappropriate and asked that the mother not uh, dress her daughter provocatively. And the mother went ballistic and uh, said they were sexualizing her child.
1: And well, yeah. the child
0: has has been expelled. <gasps> Actually, expelled for a lack of parental cooperation. So there you have it. Just just saying. Oh, no, okay, that well, guy, you outraged. So now you're outraged. Now I'm <laughs> outraged. I, because that's it. Because the parent is exactly where I am. That's in the eye of the beholder. Who's looking at the two-year-old as a sexualized person because you can see their shoulder? And by the way, two-year-old little girls frequently walk around topless. I mean, they're yeah. at swimming pools just with with swimmies on and no top and no one thinks anything of it is that this is just ridiculous uh yeah but susan this is the world that we're (laughs) we're living in i just want to say
1: so i was very
0: lucky to have that child out of that place yeah i would think so too But maybe it's the only place in her little town where she can have, uh, you know, get child. Who the hell knows? But, you know, I read that it was in the week and I I thought, what the, you know, you can't even take that kind of thing in. You can't even process it. So um, I want to talk about a letter to the editor um, in the New York Times today. Um, There was a front page story in the Times about how uh, there's rage. Well, there's rage everywhere. uh, Rage building uh, in the country against the unvaccinated. Um, As I think (laughs) I certainly personify. um, And I think it is. um, It is understandable. But listen to this woman's letter. She's writing from. Florida. I write this as I am sitting in the Advent Health Daytona Beach Hospital with my husband, who after a major cardiac event is waiting for open heart surgery. And I mean waiting. He spent two days in an emergency room because there were no beds. Now he has been waiting five days in the cardiac care unit for an operating room to become available all because the hospital is overwhelmed with COVID patients. Unvaccinated people threaten all of our lives. And she goes on to say, I ask every staff member who enters his room if they are vaccinated, and about one-third are not. They should not be allowed to to be working in a hospital, and I don't understand why hospitals are not... I mean, the ones that I go to are all requiring vaccinations. I do not. Well, I'm not. I well, I saw something online the other day. A group that is tracking hospitals around the country and asking uh, if, in fact, they are mandating that the people who work within their walls uh, be vaccinated. And it is mind blowing how few are. As far as, and I looked for the big hospitals here to see UPMC and Allegheny Health. They were not on this group's list. And I I do not think, because I haven't read it in any local media, that either of them are uh, requiring. I don't know if any of uh, you in the audience know, but I wouldn't step foot in a so-called healthcare establishment that in the midst of a pandemic and a new threatening surge would not mandate that their workers be vaccinated well how can you trust their judgment i mean i i have the same thing i had a a, a call from um a a, a a a bank that i do business with in green bay that wanted to have a meeting with me and i'm just Talking to them, and I said, "Well, of course you're vaccinated, right? You're asking me to come in," and they said, "We aren't allowed to ask that question." I said, "What do you mean you aren't allowed to ask that question? There's no federal reason. That's not about HIPAA. That HIPAA does not call this." And 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 um and and he said, "Well, we're sort of a don't ask, don't tell," and I said, "Then I won't be coming in and having a meeting with you. Goodbye." And 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 he then texts me and says, can we do a Zoom? And I I I text him back and I said, yes, but let me tell you, I have extreme trepidation about tr- dealing with you financially if, if the people that are going to be making decisions are so stupid that they aren't vaccinated. So I'm not sure that I want to do business with you. And that's really how I feel about it. How do you trust, for example, your financial planner with with your five dollars if they aren't smart enough to get vaccinated? If they can't tell the difference between a truth and a lie, why would I trust their judgment in any other place? I ask you. And I really think that's that's going to be how I do business from now on. You know, are you are you vaccinated? Nope. Okay. I now know that I don't trust your judgment. I won't be working with you. Thank you. Oh, hey, I managed to get Susan all pissed off, didn't I? Well, I feel this way. I really feel this way. It's a very clear indication of your critical ability of your ability to critically think. Well, it's why I parted company with my uh personal trainer, and That's i right. I did tell. I told her the same thing and I, I do, uh, I, I love this person. We'd become very close, been through a lot together. And I just was stunned when she, um, didn't get vaccinated and, um, you know, especially people in healthcare, you know, banking, I don't know. Healthcare. Yes. But yes, in general, it, it, uh, it, it, it begs uh, a lot of questions when uh, yeah, when somebody yeah. does not. My daughter um, was in physical therapy and quit because nobody in that office was masked. You know, she walked in and she looked around. And she said, see ya. Yeah. Well, i started to understand again whenever I go in anywhere now. I mean, I, I'm, I know I'm I sort again. of never stop. Like, well, I did. And I was thrilled to stop, and I went to restaurants, and I'm back. I don't care. I'm not waiting for government to tell me. I am just safeguarding, and I'm very uncomfortable about flying, which I'm going to be doing in a few weeks. Yeah, I know, and and, and you no, know, we're all back locked up here. I cannot see my youngest granddaughter unless uh, if I've seen other people, unless I – basically quarantine. well how do you feel but okay but then so how do you feel about uh, me and uh my son um flying on two separate airplanes and then I'm not and thrilled walking, about it but I'm not and walking about it, but... into our mother's house um well I think you should probably I'm wondering about it uh, i think you should be i don't know we'll we'll figure it out but i mean the the answer to that question for my daughter is that she won't be attending our family gathering you know so no i, I understand mean, that and, but and then how are, what i'm wondering about myself i mean it, it we all have to be thinking this through ourselves not about me i'm thinking about mother right um and even if i do come i don't know i i don't know if i <sighs> should hug her you know or stay because, six feet away or be masked or yeah i know yeah exactly i, I mean 20 percent of the cases in california of the delta you know variant are among vaccinated people 20 percent. Right. so it's not yeah. rare it's no. one in five yeah it's that's very rare So, well, I'm just so now all of these unvaccinated people is very clearly have put us all back at risk. And if you want to ask me if I'm pissed off at them, you bet I'm pissed off at them. At this rate, we'd still have polio. We'd still have smallpox. And they're all saying you can't make me. They're they're three year old idiots and I'm done with them. A pastor in Tennessee is tired of the mask mandates and threatens to kick anyone out of his church if they are wearing a mask. He told his congregation Sunday he will ask you to leave if someone is wearing a mask. Well, and he went on to mention Classen, that he is to go play him a guitar solo. Never listening. To he him is not either. Why he is anti-vaccine? Vaccine. He Eric won't Lapton? play. He won't play a show if there is a mask requirement. Yes, he's an anti vaxxer So here's a here's a, um, a minister who says he told his congregation that he would not be playing. I'm not playing these Democrat games in this church. Now how do how does that church have tax exempt status as um, how, how does that church have tax exempt status is it a political oh, man. No well we this country has uh, shown that it's got far too many fools in it and and we're we're just not You know, and even what's going on in Tokyo with the, you know, big, bad Americans uh, coming apart at the seams, um, I, I have to say, uh, this country just seems to be going down everywhere you look. It's going down. Um, I I, I warned earlier that I'm going to say something about Simone Biles, for those of you who, for some reason, you know, so she, uh, uh, walked out of the um out of the the uh the what do you call that? The group the team competition which the United States has won what three times in a row and um is just overwhelmingly favored um they lost it they came in second she walked out they lost well, she didn't walk out. There was a medical issue. I mean, it wasn't like she was in a huff, I don't think. No, I think what happened, and I have no reason to believe this, but just having watched her throughout this, because I, I, I'm in awe of her, I think she, and she did even say in a, I think in an Instagram yesterday, she said, I feel like I'm carrying the whole weight of the world on my shoulders. And I think she has just had it. I, I mean, I think, I think the medical issue, my bet is it's more. It's a mental. it's a mental issue, but that's a medical issue. And I, I understand. And I'm telling you, she'll be on the receiving end of all kinds of crap for the fact that we, because she left, we didn't get, we didn't get gold. Um, but that, little thing has been carrying um, America's team for uh, years, a decade, a decade. Uh, And I, I so feel for her. You could see in her face uh, two nights ago that she just wasn't, I mean, the just wasn't there. So they've, and you would have hoped that the other uh, Americans would have stepped up, but I, I guess maybe well, they, they did, did pretty so good. Well, I mean we, we got a silver. It's not like we we didn't place. We came in second. And that should be very good. I you know, I I just uh that's a let's very hear deep team. Let's hear about um who won? Who won? Russia. Gold. Russia. Now that's interesting because. Because Russia isn't supposed to be there, right? Yeah. Uh, is anybody recalling that Russia was banned? banned from the Olympics and other international competitions because of that incredible doping? Uh, scandal where they were, you know, replacing uh, their doped urine with clean urine, and and this was a this was a finely tuned uh, machine that even involved uh, Russia's state security service. That's how to the top uh, that that crooked enterprise went. So the um, they were they were banished for four years. The four years are not done. I don't even think two years are done. Uh, Some kind of a court of arbitration uh, for sport, uh, listening to an appeal from Russia, did drop uh, their ban down to two years. But as I said, two years is not uh, apparently over. Um, And so, again, if you watch the Olympics, you have seen on the when they put up like who wins. If you look at it, it'll say the the gold medal went to ROC. Not Russia. Yeah. The Russian Olympic and Committee. I, yeah, and, and, and when I first tuned in and the uh you know the commentators were saying uh the Russian Olympic Committee, and I'm thinking the Russian Olympic Committee and so that's how they got around it. They're supposedly... Oh, and they're not supposed to say Russian. They're supposed to only say R-O-C. So that Russia... Maybe we won't, it. That so we won't notice that it's the Russians who are winning gold. So, yes. we so we should protest. We should protest. We won. There, <laughs> I, you know, why is nothing clean anymore? Why is nothing... Just as it stands so that you believe what you see and what you hear. And, yeah, so the ROC won the um, gymnastic woman's gold. Uh, Russia, not so much. So, Susan, when they uh, do the medal presentation, does the Russian flag go up? What flag goes up? What song? The Russian flag? Well, I do know that. I don't know that they have a flag, but I do know what song they play. And they are not allowed to play the Russian national anthem. So they're playing a portion of Tchaikovsky's piano concerto number one. Okay. Uh, I just have to say. Nothing is what it you know Russia is banned from the Olympics. well then uh, how come they just beat the United States? <laughs> we just got, i um yeah, Republicans are so pro police they can't see straight, so that's why I'm looking at this uh this hearing now where police officers are testifying, and the Republican party is boycotting the boycotting it uh, yeah I just they yep. just have trouble now there was a um a an athlete that I do want to point out because she's absolutely astonishing um and she is a gymnast uh she once competed for uh represented the Soviet Union remember that Oh, is that's this the one back- that like, how old is she, 85? No, she's like 40-something. 40 <laughs> 46 years old. Yeah, yep. 46 years old. I looked at a video of uh, of a gold medal uh, performance she did at, you know, the Olympics in 1882 or something. She she was amazing. She was one of the – that's when the Soviets were taking, you know, the – right people to beat, always. And uh, she was just amazing. And she has since uh, represented uh, Germany. I don't know how that happened. And she was there this time representing, uh, I believe, Kazakhstan. Oh, no, Uzbekistan, which used to be a Soviet socialist republic, but is now its own country, yes. Her eighth Olympics, Um, 46, still able to vault, do the floor exercises, the balance beam. She was at the Olympics. She wasn't a slouch. She was still doing it. And apparently uh, there's not a gymnast in the world that doesn't think of her as, uh, you know, just the most extraordinary person alive. She well, was given there's, a, a, there's lots of discussion about ovation. how they should up the age that these, you know, of competition. Um, but I mean, you know, it all goes along. I, I just wish, uh, you know, the whole thing with the uniforms. I'm glad finally came up because yeah. for years it's bothered oh, me God. that why women why, why women why women have, have to br- have to compete naked and men yeah. can wear whatever they want and and. And it's just, I mean, we're clawing here. We're begging to be considered equal, and yet we have to, we have to disrobe to do everything that men do. Closed. We talked about this at the at the whatever award show that was. That all the men are in turtlenecks and suits, and all the women are naked. And and um and I don't know. I guess the women are seeing that as a um, statement of their uh, independence maybe, but I, I just, I just see it's more of keeping us down. Uh, well, of course it I, is. If we have to fight every little battle, like, excuse me, uh, you mean it's 2021 and women and are, we still have to mandated, wear yeah. mandated to wear bikini bottoms while we're doing well while we're showing our uh, athleticism, and that in fact these women, with it, 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 rather than enhance their performance, it takes away from their performance. Because some some man was writing about, yeah, I'd like to run the whole race trying to pick my bikini bottoms out of my my butt. He's, you know, it's it's uncomfortable. It, it, it's not practical. Yeah. I've got a solution for it. I know what would stop it in a minute. And that's if, if the men were and, told to wear bikini bottoms. No, I think, I think women should stop taking all the hair off their bodies. Go ahead. wear well, bikini yeah. Bodies and then, and, the, but, but leave all of the hair on your body and, and you know, everywhere. And then go out and wear those costumes. Cause that's what yeah. they are. They aren't uniforms. They're costumes and there's they're their a- their costumes to make the women uh eye candy, yeah that's all, yeah, they aren't really competent they are there's no reason to watch those those particular athletes unless you can ogle them there's, there's now when you're down you know we aren't at the track part, you know where we're seeing the sprinters and stuff, but even in track um it, Note what the women runners are wearing and the male runners. They're wearing, are wearing. they're wearing the shortest of shorts. They're they're bikinis, and they've yeah, gotten shorter women are essentially racing in year. bikinis. Right, the women are they've racing in bikinis. They've gotten shorter every year. Now, I don't know if that's mandated or that is their own personal uh, choice. But, you know, the man, it's the American, that's American that's Olympic like Committee, it's the American Olympic Committee that makes the uniforms. And I was actually listening to a discussion about the gymnast uniforms and all they talked about were how many Swarovski crystals were on them. They, they didn't say a word about how high cut up the legs were or anything. Um, You know, I'd, I'd like the German unitards. I'm I'm just. I think the focus should be on the athleticism of the athlete uh, yeah. and, and, on the incredible talent of the athlete. And it shouldn't matter whether they're men athletes or women athletes, and we should be assessing their performances in the same way. Yeah. Uh, and if a certain segment of the population is not interested in watching women athletes, if they're clothed, uh, you know, excuse me, fuck them. I've, I, it's just, <laughs> I just, yeah. I've just had it. I am so tired. I have to say, the first thing our brother said when he came in and we started discussing various things uh, was why uh, Harris couldn't be president. And I, and I think I, I hadn't even said hello and I blew my stack. And I said, I don't want to hear one more white man telling me why a black woman can't be president six months into her vice presidency. She's disqualified. Tell me why. Well, because she can't win. Well, why can't she win? Because there's assholes like you that won't vote for a woman. Why in this country won't men vote for a woman? And this is, I mean, highly intelligent women, men that, that respect highly intelligent women still will not vote for a woman. Well, that's not why he wouldn't. Well, I don't know. He I don't either. know what bias. He, no, what bias? Does well, he, approach well, it's quite of- clear. It's quite clear that the media have um, have really done a job. Uh, no, that the, 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 the media has already decided that she was disqualified before she ever won. Hey, by the way, speaking of the vice president, I just want to add another sexist thing. Uh the I think it was the New York Times said um, the, the article about the, her being mean to her staff. Did you see that article? No, but that's classic. That's classic. Any woman in a leadership position is always there's always an article about her being mean to the staff. You will never see that with a man. You, um, ever. Ever, ever. It's like okay. the angry black woman, the angry woman. Oh my God, you spoke uh, to me with authority. You are angry. Oh okay. that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was in a perfectly good mood, Lynn. You just destroyed my day. Good thing I'm boxing maybe. Okay, go ahead. You don't have to tell me. Will you stop telling me to go ahead? This is getting like this is getting like spectacular. I just want you to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, try. I'll I'll try to stop interrupting you so that I don't then tell you to proceed. <laughs> right. All right. The New, York Times, I, <laughs> the New York Times, I think it was, or it might have been the Washington Post, had this sort of roundup from the Olympics. So and so wins this, so and so, you know, disappoints, Osaka is out, blah, blah, blah. And what the first lady is wearing first lady fashion. So, Joe Biden is there. and. The story about this representative, the major representative of the United States at the Olympics, is about what clothes she is wearing. And when I saw that, I just, it's the same thing. It's, do you think that if, this is what made me think of it, if Kamala Harris were to be the president of the United States and her husband, Doug, was sent to uh, the Olympics to represent the United States, would there be an what article an about tie. what he was wearing? Can we stop? Can we stop this now? Oh, if, and, and and I man, and, and Mrs. Biden is doing a very good job of not of just looking like herself and not being particularly you know, a fashion place. She's just a being fashion plate. I mean, she's, she's just, just getting doing Joe Biden. She's getting dressed in the morning, She's just my getting my dressed God. in the morning. And, and if anything, that's the last thing she wants you to pay attention to, because guess what? She isn't. I, I, I just, huh. Barbara said this talk about, you know, women, having to be naked, reminded her, she said, reminded me of this old painting I never liked. (laughs) You know what the painting is? It's that, (laughs) it's the Manet painting called Luncheon on the Grass. And it is these two, mostly, there's a threesome, and they're picnicking on the grass. And two men and a woman, although there's a second woman in the background and the men are fully clothed in fact one is wearing a hat and carrying a cane the woman is naked her clothes appear to be lying under a bowl of fruit having been discarded and she is looking directly at us You know the por- you know this portrait? Yeah, I I yeah, I do. Luncheon on the Grass by right. Edouard Monet. Uh three people, and she's the and lunch And she's <laughs> naked and yeah, why not? Of course, the two men are fully clothed. She is naked. The fourth this, this, the fourth person, this second woman is in the background uh maybe looking like she's at a, the side of a lake and she is close to being disheveled she is um got she's she's down to a, like a white uh, chemise uh but you can't quite see her so barbara i get it yep there it is and you know at least manet that's 1863 he uh he painted that Yeah, you know Ugh. if you go if you go way back in art history i mean if men were naked more than women, well, in the Olympics they were naked well but i mean even in statuary and and you know yeah, the, the, yeah. for example i give you i give you david <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's true uh but so Michelangelo's women were all clothed. Yeah, you know, oh, but it, he was it, gay, it, right? <laughs> he like he he liked the male form. <laughs> um, really, Michelangelo never did an, a nude woman. Uh, well, I'm not. Can you? Think Are you of sure more about that? that? No, I'm not sure about it at all. I make shit up all the time. I know I'm you just do. Thinking, I wasn't even going there necessarily in my brain. I was just thinking about all of the Roman statuary, you know, even. Yeah. Well, I wanted to. um, You know what, Susan? I just remembered. Susan, my young kid sister, uh, will on Saturday of this week turn 70 years old. Ta-da! Gee whiz. I know. The pleasure of my birthday makes everybody else feel like shit because I'm the youngest. <laughs> 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 it's always been. Oh, my uh, God. It always has had that effect. I go, I'm finally here up with you guys. And you're all like, oh, my God. Look at How, old how dare Susan you? That means <laughs> <laughs> mean. I'm half dead. I got one foot in the grave. <laughs> um, yeah, Susan is seventy, which which means mom mom had you when she was all twenty nine. So she was two weeks from her twenty ninth birthday. Right. Yeah. She had her last child when she was twenty nine, and I had my first child when I was twenty nine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. Well. I'm sure everybody wishes you a very happy birthday. As a matter of fact, wow. Robert already has. She said, "Happy birthday, Susan!" Yeah, no, it's a biggie. You. Yeah, well, he, I'm, I'm planning on waking up with uh, in Green Bay with mother, and then uh, coming back to Chicago to celebrate with my children and grandchildren. So, wait a minute, That'll but you're 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 in Chicago now. I'm in Chicago now.
1: So you going am to Green going, Bay
0: when? I am going to Green Bay on Wednesday. Uh, it's a long I'm story. Back um, back all right, right have, never mind. I, was- I don't know how you go back <laughs> and forth like that all the time. Gee whiz. Okay, so, Susan, I am go- since you're doing that, I want to give you a tip. Um, yes. Uh, about Sheboygan. Yes. Because you'll be very near Sheboygan. I'll be driving right through Sheboygan. Right, right by it. Uh, Sheboygan, a little town that sits on Lake Michigan. I mentioned it is rare to ever mention Sheboygan. Think of how that sounds, that name. You I've hear been it hearing like it the first time. used as a reference. Sheboygan. <laughs> Sheboygan. It is a very unpleasant sounding name, isn't it? Yes, Sheboygan, which is probably why Kohler, which is uh, actually in Sheboygan, has declared itself its own town, <laughs> so it can say it's a right. Kohler. Right, Kohler being the the, the plumbing uh, giant um, has right, yeah, that didn't want well, to say they were it, in Sheboygan. But I thought that Kohler has become Kohler, Wisconsin. That's not it. Has that's too. my that, that's yeah. My point. No, they may. Yeah. Okay. Um, But so there's Sheboygan. Now, the fact that I mentioned Sheboygan twice this week, I mentioned Sheboygan yesterday about something totally different. And it was in noting the passing of the comedian Jackie Mason. Yeah, yeah. Because he was born. In Sheboygan. In Sheboygan. He was born in Sheboygan, right? But while going through that, uh, my magazine, The Week last night, I see Sheboygan, and it had nothing to do with Jackie Mason, and I just wanted to tell you, and the next time I'm in Green Bay, I'm going to go see this thing. Under their art and music uh, section, they say Sheboygan Wisconsin punches far above its weight in the visual art world. And it's about a place called the Kohler art preserve, which, uh, was founded by, I think the she's dead now. One of the Kohlers, I think her father was the original and back in, in 1967, um, she's, you know, wandering around that part of the state and there's a dive bar there called, uh, Dave's, I think, I think it's called Dave's and no, it's maybe Fred's. <laughs> it's maybe George's. I don't know who the hell it is, but it was a dive bar Smith's. The name was Fred Smith, the guy who owned it. And she was blown away by outside this little dive bar in Phillips, Wisconsin, another little teeny weeny little place around there. There were these huge, towering, concrete sculptures that the guy who owned the tavern had created. And she thought, Whoa! And she ended up, years later, purchasing the dive bar, getting hold of the sculptures, and then creating this sort of museum in which it said that it it holds, it's the only museum that, of its kind, because it says it takes art that was meant to be in a certain place, feels connected to a, a specific environment, and she picks up these environments and brings them to, to, to that place, yeah. And it sounds like she this place has really unbelievably interesting wacko things. Then she went and and down to Mississippi and uh bought up a guy's house that he had totally encrusted with uh glitter. That's now up there in Sheboygan. And um there is what a must, uh, that must have made moving it. <laughs> <laughs> it says there's some guy from the Art Institute in Chicago who everybody raved about his apartment walls because of the way he had sort of curated his, I don't know, bookshelves or walls. She's got those. They're up there. Um, Another New York City uh, textile artist, um, her studio is recreated there so it's 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 they said there's never it, it it's called the Kohler Art Preserve, not a you know it takes these focuses on what she calls environment builders people who make art in a specific environment which would probably disappear unless the museum it works right right preserved, so I right. just want to tell you that's in sheboygan and Next time I'm in Green Well, we'll make a trek. We'll do it. I'm heading down there. Uh, Brooke writes, your discussion today reminds me of my daughter, who absolutely refuses to wear anything but pants to work each day. She feels wearing a dress or a skirt minimizes her appearance. It makes her look too feminine and puts her at a disadvantage. In her words, Dresses and skirts were made by men for women. I think she's absolutely right. Absolutely right. I know she's right. Well, I know she's right. Skirts were for women. And and they took away our pockets. So we have to carry them everywhere. Yeah. First of all, think about (laughs) it. A skirt makes a woman available to a man sexually. Well, it also, it, it, a skirt puts her at risk. you on I mean, I mean, available means this also puts her at risk. Well, yes. Also, it prevents her, think of how a woman, because she had to wear a skirt, had to ride a horse side saddle. Try that. The obvious way to ride a horse is straddling it, but that would be considered unfeminine. Work. Wear a skirt and and climb that ladder and do the work on the second floor window. I mean, it's, you know, and do it in high heels, by the way, because it makes your legs look more shapely. Yeah, I've had it. You know, it's interesting So we got Billy Porter and all these other guys wanting to wear skirts. Go for it, guys. Go for it, You guys wear skirts and we'll, we'll, we'll wear the pants. Because, uh, yeah, I I haven't worn a skirt in so long. It's a joke. Um, I, I wear them. I, and there's I a lot of offices. Because it's comfortable. But Well, you there's, know. there's a lot of offices and workplaces that women know full well that they are supposed to wear skirts and high heels. It's as simple as that. And there's no reason that has to do with the job. It is just like the gymnastic women's uniforms. <laughs> it's so men can look at them sexually. That's right. Why can't we stop this? No, why can't they stop it?
1: Uh, well, women are stop it. We, women well, yeah. are complicit. Stop
0: playing. Stop women playing are complicit. Along. Totally yeah, complicit. Stop playing along. And so Brooke, I I I applaud your daughter. Yep. Good for her. Applaud her. She's got she's absolutely right on. And uh she is refusing to be sexualized at work. Good for her. Yep. I came to much So Susan did you, years yeah. ago. I I had lots of very nice pantsuits. You know, the, yeah, well, that's you what, what do you think, that's what women wear, right, just right. to be able to, uh, you know, I'm always suspicious of women who wear these, well, you know, you look at how uh, television reporters are expected to dress now, the women. Oh, and they're you evening that, gowns, they wear cocktail. They're dresses. wearing tight, tight evening gowns, that be, cocktail dresses that bare their shoulders, that show every curve in their body and show their legs. And that is a direct result of Roger Ailes at Fox news. That is, was his mandate to the Fox news women and all the guys that run the other station saw that it attracted more eyeballs. And since eyeballs are what they're in the business of attracting for ratings, uh, all women, I saw a picture the other day, of it was the channel, it was one of the local TV stations, um, they had a group shot of their news team, and every single one of those women was wearing in different lovely jewel colors, tight, form-fitting, leg-showing dresses. And I looked at that, and you know what my reaction was? I don't know if I ever would have had a career in television in this day and age. Because I never fit that kind of a bill. I wouldn't have dressed that way. I couldn't have dressed that way. Well, good, good news. You came up from the time of Big Shoulders and Blue Song. Well, I was also, the reason I was first hired was as a weekend weather girl. That was the classic sexualized woman position. And I turned it on its head by never wearing anything but long calf length skirts and boots. God. I don't know. Okay, we're done. Is our is our is our idiot brother on the road yet? Oh, you didn't hear him leave? He left like at the no. beginning of the show. He gave me a big kiss and slammed the front door. Oh. Well, I hope he evades the authorities. I do too. God. Okay, I want to apologize for uh my state uh today. I'll try to get it in a better place, but I don't particularly know how that's going to (laughs) happen. I don't know. And uh, thanks, Suze. Um, Okay. Wait a minute. Uh, Oh, wait a minute. Uh, Gigi writes quickly, the Washington Post is reporting that the CDC will recommend masking indoors um, at 3 p.m. today. So thank you all that unvaccinated in certain circumstances. But, yeah, and Susan, we need to think about, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. 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 See you all. Bye. Bye. Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com.